0: The throne's evolution, a journey through toilet history. A personal room to relieve ourselves, was not the reality for our ancestors. And we are not talking about thousands of years ago. Private restrooms, are no more than 150 years old. Before that, bathrooms were communal, and sometimes even dangerous. The story of the toilet, is not only a tale of technological advancement. It's a fascinating journey through time, reflecting the evolution of civilizations, public health, and social norms. It reflects our progress as humans, our improved understanding of hygiene, and our constant pursuit of convenience and dignity. As we flush back the pages of history, let's dive into the transformative tale, of one of the most underappreciated yet vital inventions in record. The toilet, What is a toilet? A toilet is a piece of sanitary hardware that collects human urine and feces, and it comes in two main types. Flush and non-flush A flush toilet relies on gravity to release water from its tank into the bowl, forcing the contents into the drain. Non-flush, or dry toilets, are not connected to a sore system. Examples include composting, waterless, and electric incinerating units, which are ideal for arid regions or off-grid locations. In urban settings, flush toilets connect to underground condits, that lead to septic tanks in isolated areas. The waste is called blackwater, and the combined effluent, including other sources, is sewage. New technologies, include different flushing options, seat warming, self-cleaning features, female urinals, and waterless bowls. Modern water closets, are often made from porcelain or plastic, a significant evolution from earlier designs. Now that we've seen, the modern incarnation of toilets, let's turn back the clock, to explore their origins. Sanitary chronicles. The ancient world's toilet tales. Sanitation, as a health issue, has been a priority since the initial stages of human settlement. The first clay pipes, saws, and proto-toilets, saw the light in Mesopotamia circa 3200 B.C., with Uruk showing the earliest internal pig toilet. Another example, is the Neolithic village of Skara Brae, in Orkney, Scotland, where archaeologists have found small rooms, connected to a communal drain from 300 B.C. In northwestern India and Pakistan, excavations have identified, world's first known urban sanitation systems, showing receptacles built into the outer walls of homes, with vertical chutes for waste disposal. In Minoan Crete, Egypt, and Persia, pooping facilities appeared around the 18th century BC. And in West Asia, the earliest latrine, was located in southern Vietnam, dating back to 1500 BC. In Western Europe, thanks to aqueducts, Roman public bathhouses, had latrines with flowing water connected to open sores. By the way, one of those ancient waterways still works. The 19 BC Virgo Aqueduct, which fills the Fontana di Trevi in Rome. Privies and Progress. Europe's Path to Sanitation. In the early modern era, people used chamber pots, for picking up waste from the gutters near homes, as it was customary to throw their faeces out in the streets. Around the 16th century, engineers built cesspits and cesspools, to collect excrements, due to the increasing population, and blocked curb channels. There, tradesmen, known as gong farmers, extracted solid and liquid waste, called night soil, which was then sold as fertilizer, for agricultural production. Using cesspools and latrines, meant a significant breakthrough in European urban sanitation. In castles, guardrobes, which were simple holes, discharging excreta into a cesspit outside, were the toilets people used, but the industrial era replaced them with privy middens. These early strides, in managing waste and improving public hygiene, as primitive as they might seem, laid the groundwork for the revolutionary advancements that were on the horizon. Interesting fact. Once in a while, brave knights would conduct sneak attacks, by entering the castle via the shaft connected to the guardrobe. Throughout history, famous figures were stabbed from below while defecating, such as King Edmund II of England, in 1016, Yoma, Duke of Bohemia, in 1035, Godfrey IV, Duke of Lower Lorraine, in 1076, Wenslaus III of Bohemia, in 1306, and Yusuji Kenshin, in 1578. Flush with health. The sanitary transformation. Sanitation became an urgent matter in European cities, as the growing population, and the lack of proper waste management systems, transformed European urban areas into septic tanks. But it took decades for public officials and hygiene experts, to find the right solution. Prior to this change, the streets of Europe were riddled with excrement, a breeding ground for disease. And a source of constant discomfort. The lack of proper infrastructure and sanitation facilities posed severe health risks, as evidenced by the frequent outbreaks of deadly diseases, including cholera and typhoid. The construction of underground sewage systems and the adoption of flush toilets brought about a dramatic shift. Suddenly, the once foul streets began to clear, and the pervasive stench that hung over cities dissipated. This was a public health triumph. The incidence of waterborne diseases plummeted and life expectancy rose as living conditions improved. A poignant quote that captures the essence of this revolution is attributed to Joseph Bazalgette, the engineer behind London's Soar network. He said, "Weary of the stench and despair of unchecked filth, we forged pipes like arteries beneath the city's skin and breathed life into our streets." where once disease was rampant, now flows the lifeblood of progress. It highlights how a mundane aspect of urban infrastructure, such as the toilet and the sewer system, played a vital role in shaping the present world. Water closets. The birth of the modern toilet. The transition from basic sanitation structures, to contemporary thrones, is a story marked by key inventions and innovations that revolutionised human waste management and hygiene. Let's start per year. 1596. Sir John Harrington, an English courtier, devised one of the first prototypes of a flush toilet, known as the Arjuks. His design included a valve at the bottom of the cistern, to hold water, and a mechanism to release it for flushing. While Harrington installed a working model, for Queen Elizabeth I, his invention did not gain widespread adoption at the time, due to the limitations in water supply and saw systems. 1775. Alexander Cummings' significant contribution, came in the form of the S-trap, an innovation in design. He bent the pipe into an S-shape, and used a standing water seal, to prevent foul odours from rising through the toilet. Cummings' model, is still a fundamental part of modern toilets. 1778. Joseph Brahmer, an English inventor, improved Harrington and Cummings' designs by adding a hinged flap that sealed the bottom of the bowl and a sliding valve in the water supply system. His idea, more reliable and with better sealing capabilities, made it an early commercial success in public facilities. Thomas Crapper Although Crapper did not invent the water closet, he brought major improvements including a pool chain mechanism, and an efficient water system. At the same time, as a vigorous advocate for sanitary plumbing, he dedicated his life to improving city sewage systems. But his most significant contribution, was promoting the flush toilet to a broader audience. He founded Thomas Crapper and Company in London, which became one of the largest pipework and engineering firms in England. Through his showrooms, the first of their kind, he showcased and sold flush toilets, which helped raise public awareness, regarding sanitation and wastewater systems. Another Crapper's game-changer, was the ballcock, a valve that regulates the flow into the tank with a ball, that rises and falls at the water level. Crapper's version, provided a more reliable and efficient way to refill the toilet cistern, after each flush, preventing overflow, and ensuring a consistent water line. Thomas Crapper, enjoyed trust and credibility amongst royals, and this association, bolstered the public's confidence in his products and innovations. From Outdoors to Indoors As toilets began their migration, from the backyard privy to a designated room within the home, a few challenges emerged. One of the primary hurdles, was the integration of indoor plumbing into old structures. Retrofitting those buildings, with pipes and water systems, turned out to be not only a technical challenge, but a significant financial burden for homeowners. Moreover, public acceptance didn't make it easy. The idea of bringing an unclean and malodorous facility inside the home was met with scepticism and aversion. Overcome these cultural stigmas required a shift in mindset. The management and disposal of waste, became another obstacle. In cities, where saw systems were not fully developed, the risk of leaks, blockages, and overflow, presented significant public health concerns. But it happened despite the obstacles. Toilets moved to the inside of homes around 1850. In mid-class houses, integral water closets were installed in the 1860s and 1870s, on the principal bedroom floor. For big mansions, an additional one was placed outside the kitchen, for gardeners and staff working with the horses. Before introducing indoor toilets, people used chamber pots under their beds at night, and then disposed of their contents in the morning, known as slopping out. In the Victorian era, housemaids gathered all the house's potties, and took them to a room called the housemaid's cupboard. After British houses enjoyed running water and flush toilets, servants were given their own lavatory downstairs, away from the family's one. Interesting fact. The custom of dumping one's own chamber pot continued in UK prisons until 2014 and is still in use in 85 cells in the Republic of Ireland. The sanitary movement. This campaign in England, driven by activists and reformers, such as Edwin Chadwick and John Snow, marked a pivotal period in public health and urban planning. Their work, focused on reducing the prevalence of waterborne diseases, such as cholera and typhoid. Edwin Chadwick's contribution His 1842 report, The Sanitary Conditions of the Labouring Population, highlighted the appalling quality of life in Britain's cities, and the correlation between poor sanitation and disease. Chadwick, advocated for centralized sore systems, the provision of clean water, and proper waste removal. He argued that these improvements would not only reduce diseases, but also be beneficial in the long run, by reducing medical costs, and increasing the productivity of the workforce. John Snow Understanding the Cholera As a physician, he made groundbreaking contributions to learning about cholera transmission. During the 1854 Broad Street outbreak in London, Snow mapped the cholera cases, and could trace the source of the epidemic, to a contaminated public water pump. He disproved the popular belief, that diseases spread through polluted air, by providing convincing evidence that cholera, was a waterborne illness. The work of Chadwick, Snow, and others in the sanitary movement, led to widespread recognition of the importance of sanitation, prompting the adoption of improved hygienic facilities, in homes and public buildings. Their advocacy, instrumental in the development of extensive saw systems, in major cities, contributed to the Public Health Act of 1848, and the Metropolitan Sanitary Act of 1855 in England. Those legislative milestones led to significant governmental investment in drainage construction, reducing the incidence of waterborne diseases, by diverting waste away from water sources, and ensuring a clean supply. Impact of Global Wars Both World War I and World War II, were periods of intense industrial development, as nations sought to innovate, and manufacture weapons supplies efficiently. And these innovations, spilt over into civilian technologies. Factories, that had been adapted for wartime manufacturing, Found that their improved processes and materials could apply to the mass production of household items, including plumbing fixtures and toilets. The extensive destruction caused by the wars needed a massive reconstruction effort, not only in rebuilding damaged buildings, but also in modernizing infrastructure. Several cities and towns seized this opportunity to install or upgrade saw systems and indoor plumbing. Apart from that, the post-war era witnessed a surge in urbanisation and housing developments, many of which included amenities like pipework as standard features. The construction of new homes and apartments with bathrooms contributed to the spread of flush toilets. Toilets in the 21st century Modern loos are no longer just sanitary facilities they are becoming sophisticated, eco-friendly, and tech-integrated solutions. One notable advancement is the introduction of smart water closets. These state-of-the-art devices come equipped with self-cleaning surfaces, automatic flushing, touchless technology, bidets with adjustable water temperature and pressure, air dryers, and seat warmers. We hope to see more designs that minimize water usage, or even drop the need for the liquid altogether. Technologies including vacuum assist flush systems, similar to those used in aeroplanes, could become more common in household bathrooms. In terms of design, future toilets are expected to be more compact, and aesthetically pleasing, a seamless blend into the modern bathroom's interior. Besides, integrating the Internet of Things will enable sanitary units to connect with other smart home devices, offering a more integrated and efficient management system. Final Thoughts This story is not just about technological advancement. It's a narrative of societal transformation. The toilet's evolution, from the communal latrines of Roman times, to the privacy of modern bathrooms, underscores the individual's right to dignity. Each stage in this process has not only improved our daily lives, but also played a pivotal role in shaping public health, urban planning, and environmental consciousness. And as we continue to innovate and evolve, the toilet will for sure be there, advancing alongside us, an unassuming yet powerful symbol of human progress. This is today's focus of attention. Please subscribe for more.